This is the Andrew Burchett Podcast, episode 40, the story behind the song, Still Small Voice. In the 1800s, people would use the exclamation, Jiminy Cricket, as a substitute for saying, Jesus Christ, when they were surprised. The expression was used in the 1937 movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and even Dorothy says it in The Wizard of Oz in that 1939 film production. When Walt Disney told the Italian story called Pinocchio in 1940, Walt named the talking bug in the story Jiminy Cricket. Now Jiminy, in the Pinocchio story, serves as Pinocchio's conscience, helping him know right from wrong. It's interesting that this small green insect, who is smartly dressed, carries a name like Jesus Christ, and he imitates the role of the Holy Spirit. In the movie, he sings a song about wishing upon a star and getting whatever your heart wished for. So let me get this straight. We've got a character with a name that refers to Jesus indirectly, who helps you determine right from wrong and instructs you how to pray in a wishing form. Now, (laughs) I'm not gonna build my theology around Disney movies, But it is fascinating how the world longs to have a personal relationship with something or someone more wise and powerful than ourselves. You even have Pinocchio longing to be adopted by his maker Geppetto as his father. He wants to be a real boy and live to be a son. In the summer of 2005, my two kids were five and seven years old, and we watched movies like Pinocchio. It was a season of serving in youth ministry, and I was doing quite a bit of teaching on hearing the voice of God. It was at that time that the Lord began to dictate a song to me about hearing his voice. This is the story behind the song, Still Small Voice. As I wrote this song, there was a longing to be closer to God so that I can hear his whispers more clearly. In some ways, I was longing for the Holy Spirit to play the role of my conscience like Jiminy did for Pinocchio. When I consider that I am a loved son of my Heavenly Father, there is an intimacy and tenderness to connecting with him and being guided by him. That's one side of hearing God's voice that I experience and I long to grow in, that closeness to God. The other side of God speaking is that we see in the Bible creation speaking forth messages from God as well. The things that he has created speak messages for him. And these two themes of creation speaking of God and his whisper at the same time come together in this piece of music. Verse one refers to the still small voice. And this is a phrase from 1 Kings 19, where a depressed prophet named Elijah experiences God speaking in the following way. Now he's hiding in a cave so he won't be killed by the evil queen. And God comes to speak to him. Elijah experiences a violent wind that rips rocks apart. And then he experiences an earthquake that shakes everything. And then a raging wildfire. He discerns that God's voice was not heard in any of these big dramatic natural occurrences, 
but it comes after that in the form of a still small voice that whispers to him. And since God speaks in a whisper, I believe we need to prioritize listening. While God is always speaking to us, it's our job to listen and obey. That's what this first verse talks about. God's heart is moved and broken over the many distractions we're surrounded by, and he sees these things as competitors to his voice, the noise in our culture, the distractions in our life. This first verse ends quoting Jesus, saying, The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life, from John 6. So here's verse 1. My still small voice is whispering your name. It's still your choice to listen and obey. My heart has seen that many things compete with what I say. I will give you words of life. So while the phrase still small voice comes from 1 Kings 19, it's Psalm 19 that provides some of the phrases for the chorus. Psalm 19 verses 1 through 4 read this way, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day by day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. It's Hebrews 12 that tells us that God's voice shakes the heavens and the earth. The reference to the earthquake in 1 Kings 19 appears here in the chorus as well. While our God is intimately close to us, we must remember that he is the maker and the king over the entire universe. He has unimaginable power and might. Creation powerfully speaks to us about who God is. God is always revealing himself through creation, so much so that Romans 1 tells us that this natural revelation dismisses any excuse that humans have about who God is. God has so many reasons to speak to us. One very important reason is to calm our doubts and fears. God says in his word 365 times, do not be afraid. So that's an average of one time per day for every year. I think God is trying to make a point. We will struggle with fear. And yet he says, do not be afraid. This song highlights this battle against fear that God so often speaks about. In John 4, Jesus tells us that he's confirmed his message with miracles. The great things that God does, even in creation, they strengthen our faith. That kind of powerful God asks us for our attention, our listening ear. So here's the chorus. Heavens are telling the story of my magnificent glory. The earth quakes, creation shakes at the sound of my name. My voice is calling out to calm your fear and doubt. 
Verse 2 refers to the still small voice whispering, not making demands and shouting at us. And we have free choice to listen or not, to obey or not. As humans, God honors us by giving us the right to choose, choose to listen, choose to obey, choose to follow him, or to walk away. Jesus then assures us in this song that he hears all the things that we say to him in prayer. Isaiah goes to Hezekiah in the Old Testament with a word from the Lord that says, quote, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears in 2 Kings 20. I love the fact that God even sees our tears. 1 John 5 says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He is a God who hears. He is always listening. And that's what verse 2 says. Take a listen. Your still small voice is whispering my name. It's still your choice to hear what I will say. Said so many things as you knelt and prayed. I am always listening, so do not be afraid. After a reprise of the chorus, the bridge reminds us that God has been walking with us every moment of every day of our existence, even as we were being formed in our mother's womb, says Psalm 139. This is the promise of his presence with us that brings me the most peace. This is The Bridge. I've whispered to your heart from the very start. I am with you each and every day. The end of the song departs musically to draw us in to hear his still small voice. There's a reference to creation singing here and an invitation to hear the music of heaven that glorifies Jesus. I use the words in this song, incline your ear, and those are often used in the Psalms as a way to invite others to lean in and listen to his voice in some Bible translations. When you do become still and lean in to listen, you will hear God calling you by name. These aren't just generic words that we tune in to hear like we're tuning into a radio station. God's words to us are personal, powerful, and they bring life and truth to us. My voice rings as nature sings of my great love. Incline your ear
Most Jesus followers don't believe they can hear God's voice. But it was Jesus himself who said this, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. That's John 10, verse 27. Jesus calls himself the good shepherd who lays his life down for the sheep. He calls us sheep and tells us that when we listen, we will hear his voice. He doesn't say, some of the sheep will hear my voice. Later in John's gospel, Jesus explains that he will send the Holy Spirit to come and dwell within us. It's because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that we can hear God's voice. We can sense his promptings and feel his leadings. And since God is living inside us, we have something infinitely better than a cricket on our shoulder serving as our conscience. As you listen to this song all together, I want you to close your eyes and realize that Jesus is inviting you into a process of learning to hear his voice in new ways. At the sound of my name, my voice is calling out.
of your fear and doubt. My works are on display to strengthen your faith. So listen to what I have to say. My voice rings as nature sings of my great love. Incline your ear and you will hear me call your name. I am speaking words of truth. I am speaking of life I am speaking